Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. Weeks after his surrender at Appomattox, Henry Kidd Douglas was in the Shenandoah Valley on his way home to Sharpsburg when he learned that Abraham Lincoln had been murdered. To Douglas, who regarded the president as a gentle and merciful soul, it was a sad end to a long and bitter war. But it was not an event that would affect him directly, or so he thought. With only his horse and 50 cents in Confederate money, Douglas got as far as Shepherdstown, West Virginia, where military authorities decided to enforce the part of his parole that forbade former Confederates from crossing the Potomac. He was only four miles from his home, but because of what he called pure cussedness, he couldn't get there. Douglas had been born and still had many friends in Shepherdstown, and one of them took him in. He sent word home to sell a mule, and with the proceeds bought some new clothing. He also had a doctor cut a mini-ball from Gettysburg out of his chest because it had been working its way toward his heart. Douglas had served under Stonewall Jackson, which made him a celebrity in Shepherdstown. When a pretty young woman asked if she could have her photograph taken with him in his old uniform, he pleasantly obliged. He was not permitted to wear that uniform in public, so as he walked with her to the studio, he carried his gray coat over his arm. The photograph taken, he went back to his room to rest. The next afternoon, a troop of cavalry raided the photographer's studio, confiscated the negative, and galloped up to the house where Douglas was staying. Appearing a little embarrassed, the captain told Douglas he was under arrest and took him to Martinsburg, where he was given a cell in the basement of a church. Soldiers erected a temporary courtroom in the town square, and Douglas soon found himself facing a military tribunal, charged with disobeying orders, violating his parole, and treason. His photograph with a young lady had apparently incited insurrection. His request for a lawyer was denied unless he wanted one appointed by the court. After a short trial, the tribunal dismissed the treason charge, but sentenced him to two months in prison at Fort Delaware for wearing the coat. His ordeal wasn't over. The train taking him to prison stopped in Washington, and Douglas was taken to the old penitentiary, where the Lincoln conspirators were also being tried by a military commission. He was placed in a room next to that of Mary Surratt, though he couldn't see or speak to her. The room also served as a witness's waiting area that opened into the general courtroom. If Douglas thought his own arrest was ridiculous, the next morning he saw the full zeal of a government bent on vengeance. Headed by General David Hunter, whom Douglas had fought in the Shenandoah Valley and grown to despise, the court berated defense counsel and listened intently to every government witness and accusation, however unreliable or far-fetched. It was obvious the conspirators had no chance, even Mary Surratt, whose guilt Douglas strongly doubted. One witness had charged that the officers in Stonewall Jackson's command were involved in the plot. Called to the stand to address that accusation, Douglas was shocked by everything he saw, especially the women, socialites with enough power and influence to be admitted to the courtroom. They sat about the court near the judges, talked to the prosecutors, and with scowls and scorn, white teeth and scorching eyes, augmented the general horror. They glared at me as if they thought I had taken a hand in the murder. It was a scene straight out of the French Revolution. Douglas protested that he and his fellow officers were gentlemen, not assassins. His testimony was stricken from the record. Douglas was then sent on to Fort Delaware, where he and a secretary to Jefferson Davis were the only prisoners. After a month of easy treatment and dinners with the commandant's family, he was granted an early release. By then, the Lincoln conspirators, including Mrs. Surratt, had gone to the gallows or the dry tortugas. Lincoln's death had been avenged. The war was over, and Henry Kidd Douglas could at last go home. But he could never forget the fearful sights he had glimpsed on that terrible day 
in a courtroom in Washington. 